You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Joe Smith. And today's episode is part two. Part two. No, no it's part, part three. three. Where you oh, at? man. Part three, girl. I'm so confident. Week behind. You were. You... Part three of our series. <laughs> <laughs> the best defense for a good offense. And today we are talking about uh, this, this thought. Mm-hmm. You might be offensive. You might be. I had to let it sit for a second. Might could. Sit in it for a minute. Sit in it for uh, a moment. But before we do anything else, anything, like, like right now, hold your breath. Don't even breathe at this moment. <gasps> without liking or sharing or subscribing, mm. whatever you need to do. And one thing we haven't hit on enough, but it's so important. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on um, Spotify, yeah, leave us a review. Oh, yeah. Rate it. Leave us Please. a review. A good review, I should say. Um, hopefully, if you're listening, you're going to leave us a good review. <laughs> um, but that helps other people see the podcast. Yes. And so uh, like, share, send this to somebody um, that you know might need to question whether or not they're being offensive. offensive yes. And also we want to uh, say thank you. Thanks. To every single person who has pre-ordered Save Me today. Yes, you are listening to it. Here's here's the list. First, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> there were a lot. I was so like, I went through it because I had people that were like confirming they pre-ordered for the giveaways, which congratulations to all the giveaway winners. Yes. You guys are awesome. Yes. Um, so cool. Yes, but for those of you that pre-ordered, you can now listen to it. If you mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to pre-order because you're not on iTunes, guess what? You can listen everywhere now. Erwer. You can listen on YouTube. There's mm-hmm. a little thing you can find on YouTube. Yep, Lyric with, video um, should be out soon. Yes. Working on that it now. It will be. It's going to be awesome. And you can find it on Google Play, Spotify, mm-hmm. everywhere. You can listen to it now. You don't have That's to right. pre-order it. You can just go and stream. And actually today, if you could play it as many times as you feel you can here here's something you can do (laughs) just to help help us out you know what i mean say you got somewhere you can be where you're going to be Uh you don't really have the ability to listen to music open up your listener app yeah put the song on repeat turn the volume down we We do it all the time i do it all the time we do it for all of our dreamer friends yes we we do play your music all the time oh i'm not rocking mine you're rocking your aod shirt Academy of Dreamers. Shout out to AOD. Hey, hey, um, hey, you had mentioned the giveaway. We yes. need to give a shout out to our good friend, Erica. Yes, Wall. Erica. Thank you so much. If you yes. don't know, Erica was actually on um, one of the seasons of The Biggest Loser. No, My 600 Pound Life. Oh, my goodness. We got it. We don't watch TV a lot. I'm really um, bad at this. It's okay. But uh, Erica is a friend of ours and she has been so supportive of Kylie Joe's song. Yeah. And she helped us with the giveaway and it has just been awesome. Yeah. So thank you, Erica. Thank yes. you so much. Thank for you all for your everyone who is one of Erica's followers. Thank yes. you guys for liking and subscribing and all the stuff you've been doing to help us to get more notice. It's awesome. Yes. We cannot do this without you. Truly. We cannot. Yes. So. Let's jump on into this bad Let's boy. Let's do it. Both feet. Gotta do it. It's deep in. Okay. I, I couldn't think of any more uh, idioms. That's all right. So uh, last, go swimming. Yeah. <laughs> last week, we talked about how being offended is a choice. Yes. Yes. And, um, but as believers in mm-hmm. Jesus, we actually have to choose to not be offensive as yes. well. So being offended is a choice, but so is being offensive. And so... One of the things that I've run into a lot in um, conservative evangelicalism mm. is this um, this kind of pious, callous attitude that says, basically, I can say what I want, and if you're offended, then that's on you. 
And you're probably not saved. And you're <laughs> that's the subtext. Well, it's like you you being offended, you're offended over the wrong things and you're not offended over which there, that may be, right? There okay. may be some of that in there. Okay. But the truth is we have a choice whether or not to choose mm-hmm. to be offensive. And remember that that concept of being offensive is purposefully antagonistic. Yes. It's purposing yourself to oppose someone else yeah. or to challenge a viewpoint. Yeah, it's not always other people being overly sensitive or we use the term snowflake. It's not always. And that's one thing we've really tried to maintain through this series is, is being able to stop that thought process that says, Oh, well it's the other person's problem Mm -hmm. Um, because being offended and offendable is as much a personal choice as is being offensive to other people. Exactly. And we, I think we understand that a lot more that Mm -hmm. people are being offensive as a personal choice when we're looking at someone else, when we're offended. Absolutely. It's so easy to be like, you're choosing to be offensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of times we miss, um, evaluating Mm -hmm. our own purposes, our own intent. Yeah. It's a speck in the log. Exactly. It's like, it's instant. Like, we want to judge our intentions mm-hmm. with grace, but we judge others actions That's and right. we think they know their intentions with just absolute judgment. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And that comes from this place of self-righteousness, like mm. being offended as well as being offensive comes mm-hmm. from self-righteousness because it's a self-centered mind view, mind view, worldview, a mind view, a mind. Hold on. Out of mind view. Uh, you know, that doesn't line up with my mind view, yeah, but sorry. thank I mean, you yeah, for saying it. Sometimes you got a mind view. I don't know. Um, but it's this self-centered worldview yeah. and state of mind. I was trying to put it okay, together. Okay, I, work I all see the time, where you're going but, with that. Um, <laughs> that that keeps us so focused on ourselves that when anything happens um, that we perceive as a threat, remember, we, mm-hmm. we then take offense. But also anything that we say because we're right. So whatever I strongly believe I can say, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter how I say it. Um, and if you're offended, then you're the snowflake and I'm the one that's just speaking the truth. I'm I'm just just telling it like it is telling it like it is just speaking the real, which that's another episode we have. You should go back and listen to it. Tell like it is, but it does come from this, this place of self-righteousness. So let's break just a little bit of a breakdown of what (laughs) self-righteousness is. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) self-righteousness. Didn't plan that at all. We did not That's practice dope. that. That's crazy. We're so married. Being, it's cool. <laughs> being self-righteous is not only believing that the things you do are right. Mm-hmm. It's believing that you are in the right yeah. in everything that you do and say. That's right. Um, there's a show that we like to watch. And one of the characters, there's a scene recently. We actually have been like jokingly quoting it a lot. <laughs> he says some things in sequence that are very like offensive. not cool and offensive. And at the end, he's like, it's okay. It's all right. I'm in the right here. <laughs> like okay. he, I'm a good guy. I'm, in the I'm right a good here. guy. I'm in the right. And so self-righteousness, though, is taking that to the extreme of not just like, well, I'm a good person and I try to do the right thing. It's no. I am right. You are wrong. Anyone that challenges me is wrong. Mm-hmm. And don't you dare challenge me. Or, and here's the or other suffer part. suffer the wrath. Suffer the <laughs> wrath of Khan. No, the other part is, of the, that self-righteous mindset is, I'm right. And when I was wrong, I thought I was right. Oh, given the information. Therefore, so I'm justified. I was, I was still right, Come even on. though I was wrong. Come on. It's a self-right, this, um, this piousness that doesn't want you to ever admit your weakness ever own up to your shortcomings. And so yeah. this is part of the root of offensiveness. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're laying some groundwork here. We're getting, uh, we're, we're on a, a journey, journey yes. with us. And this is a journey. We're doing South. it in such a way. I don't know if you ever watched or listened to my, my grandma loved Jeff Foxworthy when I was little. Okay. My grandma did too. Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck. I can't do it. Like he did It's so funny. The way <laughs> I he don't did know it. if Jeff Foxworthy's really 
a thing anymore. It, pro- you know, he's not. But I think if you know the reference, yes. When we say these things the way we say them, hopefully you'll laugh because I yes. was laughing while we were talking about it. I don't know. <laughs> you might it, be a redneck. It was really hard to have the conversation because I was like, "Can you stop laughing at this? We need to get this the, is serious. The, we're talking about the gospel here, and here you are. Yes. Of course. Um, no. So, <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you as our our body here, our inner circle, our mm-hmm. outer circle the people that support the podcast, um, here's some ways that you can look into your own life, right? Because uh, scripture, I like to say, is not uh, a magnifying glass or it's not a window so that we can just look at other people. Mm-hmm. It's also a mirror so that you can see yourself. And so mm-hmm. hopefully through this uh, this episode, you're able to reflect and see, are you being offensive? Are you an offensive person? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to, I'll kick us off. Go ahead, Pastor. So do you have, do you have, I said that weird, do you have to disregard other people's feelings in order to say what you're saying? Elaborate a little mm, bit okay. before you post, before you speak, before you make your, your comment. Um, do you automatically have to say in your mind, well, I don't care what other people say, or I don't care mm-hmm. how someone feels about this. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have to disregard other people in order to state your, your statement? Good. That's, that's a really good. That's one. good question. Another question. Do you feel the need to defend your point. Mm. A lot of times that that um, defense starts to well up in our brain even before we say it. Yeah. It's like, sorry, one of my favorite, <laughs> uh, I heard, I don't remember who said it, but it's this, how does every racist joke start? Mm. Like this. Oh. And if you're just listening, <laughs> it's looking, looking over your shoulder. Looking over your shoulder. Oh, wow. And because it's, if you know you're about to say something that is you offensive. Have to, yep. You always check. You're already mm-hmm. defensive. Yep. You're already ready to defend your Well, point. and how that manifests, one thing I have, um, I don't know if you noticed this. I don't know if you know, if you are into the privacy settings on social media. There's a mm-hmm. lot of different settings that we have, which is great because it's customizable. It's personalized. Yeah. It's so cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can actually choose your audience Mm-hmm. So like if you find yourself, you know, you're about to share that meme, you know, you're about to post that thing and you go to limit who's going to see it because you mm-hmm. know, you know that mm-hmm. if Aunt Cindy sees that, it's going to send her into a conniption fit. Conniption fit. I yes, haven't heard that in a while. Fit. So if know. you find yourself, you, it may not be like you may be doing the, the actual physical thing of like looking over your shoulder, making sure that, OK, don't tell anybody that I said this, mm-hmm. but. Or you may just be in private. Nobody sees you doing it, limiting your audience because you know yeah. somebody's going to be offended because you're being offensive. Well, and part of, I think, we've, we've talked about this a lot, is that's kind of the rise of this meme culture is yeah. you can share something yeah. and it can be, uh, you, you don't feel the need to defend it because you're like, hey, they said it. I don't have to defend it. Yeah. Even though you sharing it is you agreeing with it. That's mm-hmm. what you're doing when you share. Yeah. Um, here's another question you can ask yourself. Is your intention to disparage or put down another person, an- another group of people, some other political ideology, another religion, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. If what you're saying is to actually take away from some other group or to put them under you, to, to disregard and degrade them, mm-hmm. um, then you need to ask yourself, is this why I'm posting it? Yeah. And if you answered, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you might be offensive. I like how you put a little draw on there. You might be offensive. (laughs) And so one of the things we need to clarify, right? It's not our responsibility 
to manage other people's feelings. Mm. Right. Yes. When you are trying to manage somebody else's feelings, that's Mm -hmm. you being codependent. Mm. That's you when you're so caught up in how people respond to you, you're you're trying to politic in a way that you are perceived to be a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like um, it doesn't matter how I really feel. I'm not going to say this because I don't want you mad at me. Yeah. It doesn't matter how I really feel. I'm not going to do this because I don't want these this group of people angry with me. Yeah. When deep down in your heart, you're still that same twisted, warped, crooked, mm-hmm. angry person, mm-hmm. but you're just being codependent and you're managing other people's expectations. Yeah. That's yeah. not what we're talking about in here. Yeah. Being, and, sorry, go ahead. I was saying, and it's also, you can, you can, in trying not to be offensive, like in trying to tiptoe around people's emotions, you can also end up pandering yeah. to another group, which is again, still just an, another side of that same coin. Yes. Um, you may think like, oh, well, I'll just say things that do make these people feel like they, uh, they can agree with me and they can like what I'm saying. No, that's, that's pandering. And we mm-hmm. criticize politi- politicians for doing that. Mm-hmm. We criticize politicians <laughs> for doing that. And yeah. so you don't, you don't want to do either of those. You don't yeah. want to be on either end of that. Yeah. Because in that, what you're doing in managing and, and being codependent is one, you're lacking integrity mm-hmm. when you're acting in such a way that you're just putting out the stuff. And I, I've heard people say this, um, and it, it's reminiscent of, uh, Aaron Burr in, in Hamilton, uh, if you've seen the Hamilton musical, that's good. um, when he tells Alexander Hamilton to talk less, talk less smile, smile more. more, don't let them know what you're against or what you're for. And a lot of people, that's how they're living their life. It's like, I really hate black people. I really hate the LGBT community. I really hate mm-hmm. people in, in this realm, but you know what? I'm not going to say it because I don't want people to know that I hate them. Yeah. And so I'm going to, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep that secret and I'm just going to, I'm only going to post pictures of cats and dogs. I'm only going to talk about things that are fluffy and Or light. I'll speak in platitudes that generically reference certain things about these groups, but nothing yes. that really puts me in any like absolute position. Exactly. <laughs> All of that is, is, is a toxic behavior. It's a toxic way yeah. of living. And what we're talking about in this series of questions is how are you truly um, analyzing if you're an offensive person? person Mm -hmm. if you in your personhood um are the type that offends because being non-offensive is not about trying to please everyone Mm -hmm. but it's about being the type of person that lives in that shalom of god and yeah and that shalom that peace of god is Mm. not about being a peace um make or peacekeeper peacekeeper yeah it's peace it's a peace make yeah it's about being at peace with everyone around you Mm -hmm. even the things that you have issues with yeah. You don't engage with them in a way that purposefully stirs up chaos. Yeah. And so yeah. when we're talking about being non-offensive, we're not talking about, hey, don't ever say anything mean. Um, but when your heart is different, you won't intentionally say things mean. Right. You don't have to preface it with like, hey, it's like when we tell kids, like, be a good boy, be a good girl. Mm-hmm. Which to me always sounds like you're talking to a dog. It I does. Don't, I don't yes. like that. I'm not we a huge fan. Yeah. But like if you are instilling and you are you are filling yourself and or with the analogy with a child, if you are giving the child the tools to mm-hmm. make decisions and you're giving them the the boundaries that they need to thrive, you don't always have to preface things with that. Yeah. You don't always have to wonder like, well, if I don't say this or well, if I don't, you know, make myself not be mean. Yeah. Like left to my own devices, I will be, but I have to say that I have to make sure I'm stepping outside of that for just a moment. No, yeah. like understand okay 
I want to be this type of person yeah. who is not offensive, who is not actively trying to put others down. Yeah. Therefore, my motivation is different. Mm-hmm. My what I'm filling myself with will be different so that I what comes out of me is mm-hmm. what I've already had poured into me. Yeah. And Jesus talks about I, I love I love that image of it's like that that cup. You know yeah. I mean? Why did the there's this riddle, right? If you're holding a cup of coffee and someone bumps you, why did the coffee spill? People are like, oh, because they bumped you. Um, but the question isn't why did why did it spill? It's like why did coffee spill? Yeah, it's because coffee, coffee was in the, in the cup. cup. So yeah. whatever you're filled with, that's what's going to come out of you. Yeah, um, good. And what Jesus tells us is that uh, we're supposed to speak and and live in a way mm-hmm. that builds others up. Yeah. And so it's not so much focusing on I just I want to do I just don't want to do bad. Don't do the bad thing. Yeah. Not doing <laughs> bad is different than doing good. Yeah. Right. One mm. is very passive. One is very hands off and living in such a way that's like, okay, I'm just going to minimize my impact in such a way mm. that I don't hurt or, or disrupt anything. The other one is I'm going to maximize my impact for good yeah, in everything good. that I do. And so when we say this thing about being non-offensive, don't hear this as um, behavior modification, right? Right. Don't post, don't say, don't speak, don't taste, don't touch. Like mm. We're not saying these things. Mm-hmm. What we're saying is the, the part of you that decides, the interior part of you that makes your decisions. Your mind. Your mind, th- your heart, however you, however you word it, right? That part of you needs to be so focused on doing the right thing. Yeah. That it's not worried about not doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Does that oh, make that, sense? That's very good. And well, and what you're talking to also is, is along the same lines as religion and legalism. Come on. So yeah. like how, it's that question of, well, how close can I get to the line? Right of being sinful mm-hmm. without actually stepping over it. We have a child that we call her the habitual line stepper. Line she stepper. She gets that from her father. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so like, she really does. That. There's a part of that. It's like, that's not, but is that obedience? Mm. Is that faith? Is that relationship? If all I'm worried about is, okay, well, how close can I get to being offensive? How close can I get to calling somebody out of their name without actually calling them out of their name? That's right. Um, now, I don't know if you got in trouble for that as a kid. I, I used to get in trouble for like my mom and I never understood it. Cause we would say things so that we didn't cuss as kids, but it's still the We'd same. We'd be like, ah, shoot, mom, you better watch your mouth. Mom. I said, shoot. Yeah. But it's too close to the other word. Don't say it. Yeah. Because it's my mom understood the intent of why we were saying, yeah. it, which we only learned from listening to her. But I anyway, mean, we're just trying to modify what anyway, we already been hearing. Just, mom. It's better than what you've been saying. <laughs> I remember the first time <laughs> speaking of cussing as a kid, Here we go. I remember the first time that our, my little brother, Andrew, love you, Andrew. The first time I heard him say the D word. Wait. That like, like D-A-M-N. That oh, word. That's in the Bible. You can say damn. Okay, it's in the Bible. Damn. And we were in the car and well, our parents cussed, but it wasn't like, they weren't like super profane. It was like, you know, every now and then hell. Out of damn. anger. Yeah. Frustration. I but he you. said it cause he like dropped something <laughs> was like, damn. And mom, I just remember like, <gasps> That's oh, what so is she going to do? But then I think mom had this realization of like, well, they just picked it up for I me. I do say that. <laughs> you yeah. said it the same inflection, everything. Yeah. And not that long ago, Isaiah had said, dang it. Because uh-huh. he like broke something. Or He's like, oh, dang it. And like, I was like, oh, I don't even like hearing you say that. But I know yeah. we say it yeah. because we're trying not to, you know. Well, that's just part of our language. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but man, like, it's oh, still, it still, it still was offensive. Like, oh, son, no. Yeah, you're hearing six. that come out of a child's mouth you're is six, always don't. difficult. <laughs> Um, but going back to that habitual line stepping, yes, right? Yeah. When you're doing that, when you're, when you're trying to play the game, really, that's what it is. It's a politic. Mm, you're trying to yeah. play this game of like, 
uh, how, you know, who's my neighbor? Is that question mm. when Jesus is like, love your neighbor and you're like, Come on. okay, cool. But let's define this. Who specifically? Can you spell it out specifically? I need, I need you to draw me a diagram. Can Jesus. you personalize it to me? Can we get a zip code that I need to <laughs> deal with? And oh, it's this game that we play that is indicative of an unchanged heart. Yeah. It's indicative of a lack of compassion. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're, um, when you're trying not to be offensive, it's this idea of like, okay, what can't I say now? When all you're worried about is, okay, who's going to be mad at me? If how I much, say this? how much fun am I not allowed to have now? Jesus, as opposed to being culturally and, um, just emotionally sympathy, sympathetic and empathetic. empathetic yeah. Being able to say, wow, when I say this word or when I, uh, categorize this group of people in this way, that must feel terrible. And I don't want people to feel that way because of what I do. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want people to be hurt because of how I behave. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, well I don't want them to be mad because then they're going to yell. And so I'm, I better not say that. It's like, wow, when I say these things, it really hurts people. <laughs> and so I should probably yeah. not say these things. Yeah. Well, and it honestly, that a big deciding factor in all of that and how you handle that is whether or not you are self-focused as well. Yeah. Because what you just said, like, Oh, I'm not going to say that because then if I do, then they're going to be mad at me yeah. and then I'm going to have to nap like, Whoa, wh how weird that this is all about you. This yeah. is this whole universe just revolves around it's you true. and your feelings That's right. as opposed to when I say this, it has an effect on the world and the people around me That's that right. is going to be negative, And I do not want other people to experience that. Yeah. And for, and like, even going back to self, like, I don't want that to reflect on me because if I'm a Christian, come on, ultimately it does not only reflect on me. That's right. And I, there's a thing circulating right now that is like, may you never be the reason that someone stops singing and mm -hmm. stops like, basically may you never be the reason that someone lets go of their dreams or, yeah. um, chooses to walk away from something that once gave them fulfillment. And I think as believers, we should have that mindset, like Lord, forbid it yeah. that I should be the reason someone says I don't want anything to do with Jesus or the church. Yes. Like Lord well, forbid, let, yeah. be it far from me father. And we see in scripture that uh, Jesus is a stumbling block. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. And a lot of times we not make our be. preference, the stumbling block and people will trip over the Christian and Ugh. still, and still find Jesus Come on, in spite of the Christian. Come on. And so we're supposed to be the way leading people to the stone. Jesus is the rock of offense. We're mm -hmm. not. And so a lot of times what we do is we make ourselves and our own issues um, the offensive part of the gospel. Yeah. And then we try to hide behind Jesus and say, oh, well, people just don't want to accept Jesus. People are just, they're so offended by the gospel. No, they're offended uh, because no. you're being a jerk. That's why. <laughs> that's the reason. Because of the thing you said. Remember how you said this thing that's nowhere in scripture? Yeah. This thing that doesn't build people up. And then you tried to prove text and put Jesus's, mm -hmm. you know, flipping tables over. Yeah, remember That's how the one we use all the time. Yeah. Or the thing he said to the Pharisees, you want to try and say that just because Jesus called the Pharisees sons of hell, that gives you the right to call people, to call sons people of something else. Come on. <laughs> you sons, sons of, of uh, anyway. And, and so our job as Christians is to not be the one, like you just said, far be it from me, Lord, mm -hmm. to be the one that causes some y'all. There are so many hurt people and I'm not blaming the church globally as like the bride of Christ. It's her fault. Right. But I'm talking about individual Christians who have made it their job to make other people's lives difficult. It's your fault that somebody right now has an issue with Christianity. Mm -hmm. I read a post just the other day 
that resonated in my soul. And if it wasn't for, for Jesus and the, the Christ in me, um, I could have easily been like, you know what? Yeah. Forget the church. But it was mm. this image of like, the wording was, um, any church that doesn't, that has to debate the fact that black lives matter, not talking about the organization, talking the about statement. the statement, the truth that black people have inherent God given value mm. and their lives should matter. Any church that that's an issue, um, can't be, can't do it. I can't be a part of that's yeah. what somebody posted. And it resonated in me because mm. there's so many of my fellow Christians who have argued against this statement. Yeah. Hey, black lives matter. Yeah. But what do you mean? But there's no, but you're the, but you're the biggest, but you're the, but in this situation. <laughs> and so Christians, we can't be the butts. Let's just put oh, it that way. Oh, that's practical. Get, getting into some practical application. Don't be here. the butt. Don't be the butt. You might be the butt of the joke, but just but don't it, be the butt. Don't be the butt. Don't be a, this is seriously, stop being a jerk y'all. Mm-hmm. Like look at how you treat people and do you want to be treated that way? I kind of remember Jesus saying something about this, right? Every in a really again, important part of the Bible. Scripture kind of speaks to this. I don't so know. when you treat others the way that you want to be treated, and this is, that is point blank, simple, not simplistic. Well, if I was acting like them, mm-hmm. this is how I would want. No, if no, no, I no, really no, no, needed no. to hear the truth, no, I would no, want no, no, somebody no. to say it in this way. No, see, that's how I know. That's how you might be offensive. Yeah. If you truly can say, do I want someone to treat me like this? That's right. And if you can't, for some reason, you can't seem to wrap your head around yourself, even though that's where you're at. Mm. Would I, I want someone to say? <laughs> That's not what I wanted to say. Keep going. Would you want someone to treat your child that way? Yeah. Would you? Because that's somebody's kid. You want mm-hmm. somebody to treat your spouse that way? That's right. somebody's love. You you don't want somebody to treat the people you love that way. Mm-hmm. Then don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah. Understand part of part of all this is the the self or self centeredness, right? Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to take the gospel mm-hmm. personally. Yes. Not other people. What other people say to us, you let that roll off your back. But right. when you're taking the gospel personally, you have to get out of this self-centered nonsense. And you need to humble yourself to understand that everything that you do apart from Christ is offensive to the cross of Christ. Come on. Come on. So you in your sinfulness, you in your brokenness, you in your nonsensical ways, that's offensive to the God of purity and perfection, the God of holiness, the God that calls you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Mm -hmm. And when you can understand that, that, that Jesus, when you offended him, right. As God, when your sin put you at a distance, Mm -hmm. he didn't sit up in heaven and start lambasting you start talking about how terrible human beings are. Right. Mm -hmm. What did Jesus do? He came down Mm -hmm. and he interceded on our behalf. Yeah. With the intention mm-hmm. of reconciling us. That's right. Through the means of overlooking the offense and not in mm. a way that's like, oh, it's no big deal, guys. Just keep doing what you do. You know, I'm Jesus. I'm going to love you anyway. <laughs> no, but what he said, what he did. I, I want Jesus to talk like that when. <laughs> no, when, it's cool, man. When we see each other like a beatnik from the, from the 50s. <laughs> No, man, it's real cool. No, just on out with all that sin there, young blood. Have a seat. Just take a drink with me. (laughs) Eat, drink, and be merry, y'all. Anyway, but God shows us the better way. I love when Paul says, let me show you still the better way, the way of love. Mm -hmm. In Christ, he overlooks the offense by becoming the curse. The offense, yeah. Of offense. He he overlooks it by becoming it for us, which we can't even wrap our heads around. But he does it in such a way to facilitate reconciliation. That's right. 
That is the whole point mm-hmm. of the cross. That's why we have the cross. It's the, yeah. the gospel of reconciliation. God said, Hey, because of your sin, yeah. you put yourself at a distance because we know we see all throughout the old Testament. You couldn't even be in the presence of God. No. If you were unclean, you couldn't That's even right. like you wouldn't live yeah. in his presence. That's why they had to tie a rope around the priest when he went in. Cause it's like, Oh, just shoot. in case you forgot to repent of some homie, he dropped dead. So we got to pull him out anyway. So knowing that mm-hmm. God said, look, you've done this. We're at a distance, but I'm going to do what I need to do to get this done so that we can be in relationship and community right. together the way I intended it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. Yeah. So the cross then becomes our answer mm. to our offensiveness mm. because it, we look yeah. at, Hmm, that's weird. So, I was offensive to God. I've been offensive to him in my flesh. Mm-hmm. Yet, what did he do for me? Yeah. What was his reaction? What, what was, was his, his response? response? That's crazy. Yeah. And I love how scripture says it's his kindness that leads us into repentance. Mm-hmm. Never wants to say it's his harsh criticism that leads us into repentance. But we mm-hmm. like to add that to the footnotes. Well, we? because he, he can be kind, but I'm going to be mean. Right. That's because I'm a soldier for the Lord. I'm, and a soldier means I get to step all over. That's and how crazy. Can you, here's my question. If the cross is the answer to a, a lost and dying world, how can you reach somebody when you're offending them intentionally? No, I've never. I'm you mark my words. <laughs> never in my marking life. Marking them. I'm marking them right now. Never in my <laughs> life has anyone ever come to me and be like, Nick, you're fat and you smell and you're short. You should take my advice on how to work out you should (laughs) you should look listen if you just listen Uh, to me i have the answers for all of these problems i would probably tell them some places they could go one would be to boil an egg you got a few minutes go boil an egg. we have a t-shirt you should buy it It um but the never once has that ever led me deeper into relationship with somebody no by them coming up to me and be like well you're wrong and everything about you sucks but yet how many times do we say things and we'll post things and we'll say things and we'll act certain ways and we won't talk Mm -hmm. to people and then hey you should come to church with me yeah why no i'm good you want me to go somewhere where a bunch of people like you exactly everybody gonna be like you and no no, thank you i'll hang out with the people that love me that's what's happened though that's exactly what's happened we wonder why this mass exodus from the church has happened yeah. in a generation. That's a huge part of it. We don't have to wonder. Huge. The part answer of it. is in is in the relationship. Yeah. We've offended, and not only that, we've offended and we've neglected to then go to the person and reconcile. Yeah. We've and neglected that. We don't represent Christ well when we live an offensive life, because Jesus was <laughs> offensive to who? The Pharisees. Jesus was offensive to who? Those that were self righteous. Yeah. Jesus wasn't offensive to the sinner. They understood when they entered into his presence that their sin was an issue. Yeah. But Jesus never had to call them out. He never had to rub their face in it. Jesus was just like, hey, this is the way. I am the way. Follow me. You don't have to live like that. And they understood the weight of their sin in that. Yeah. We, as as the followers of Christ, we tend to think like Peter, right? (laughs) We've got to pull out our sword and chop people's ears off. And Jesus is like, that's not how my kingdom comes. Mm -mm. My kingdom doesn't come between or in the midst of you creating conflict. Yeah. My kingdom comes in you being an a, um, ambassador mm-hmm. for, for reconciliation, for love, for grace. Yeah. Again, this doesn't mean that we accept all sin. This doesn't, like, don't read anything stupid into this, y'all. No. But what this means is in our personal interactions, we don't choose to be offensive. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. with that, one last thing I want to kind of bring us with. Bring it home, uh, Pastor. Matthew 7, 1 and 2, right? Mm-hmm. We love Matthew 7, 1. Everybody loves this. The world knows this. People that don't know Jesus know this. Yeah. And they love to throw it at the church, right? They love to be like, dude, don't judge. 
It says, do not judge. That's what the Bible says. Um, and Matthew 7, 1 says, do not judge or you will be judged, right? And everybody loves that. They're like, sweet. Nobody can tell me I'm wrong. This is great. Because as soon as you tell me I'm wrong, then you're, you're wrong. You're judging me. Then you're the judge. And now, no, but then he <laughs> continues, right? This is Jesus talking. He says, for with the same judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. Come on. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And then he goes into the speck in the log. What Jesus is saying is not, you can never say someone's wrong. Right. But what he's saying is when you're judging somebody, imagine, imagine that God uses that same standard to judge you. Yeah. So the second you jump on there and say, well, if they wouldn't have resisted, if they, if they just would have obeyed, if they just would have, come on, the same, same measurement. Imagine God saying that first time that you overate, God, well, if you just would have, if you just would have had some self-control, you wouldn't have had a heart you know, attack. What if you put that fork down, if you wouldn't have gone for the fork, right? Maybe you wouldn't have had the heartburn, right? If like, your bad decisions have led you to places that God's grace has saved you Come from. Come on. And yet, and yet, we have the audacity to be the people that point at someone else and say, well, the reason you're in this position is because you did this and you did that and you, and God says, okay, that same measure, same, that same measure same that one. you're using, I'm going to go ahead and use that for you. Mm -hmm. So when we were talking about this, um, or like one of the times last night or sometime this week, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what's crazy is I, I kind of imagine, I, sometimes I in my holy imagination, I'm like, Lord, is Facebook going to be one of the books you open up mm. at the end? I don't know. I hope I, not. Let me I just make it, sure. I'm, I think it is personally. That's it my probably opinion. is. But also when we have to take account for every careless word uttered in, it's in the word y'all that's in scripture. Is that the me like, what measure do I want my words judged by? Because right. I know, I know my own heart when mm -hmm. I, I'm like, well, why did they say that? Okay, well then, can I? Can you imagine God saying the same thing to you that you're saying about? Well, why did you say that? Can you explain? No, no, no. Give me the definitive reason that mm -hmm. you said that. And I'm if, ready. And if it's not up to my standard, then you're going to hell, because this is how we judge people in our offensiveness. Yeah, we put them in like in what is it? It's like Jesus jail, mm -hmm. right? But we put them in hell. We, we, we cast them out of our presence. Yeah. We cast them in the outer darkness of you can't be my friend anymore. Yeah. And again, we're not talking about safe and, and wise boundaries, but we're talking about you and your everyday interactions, you and your social media posts, you and the, the articles you share. Are you sharing stuff from people who are inciting division? Are you sharing stuff from people? Are you throwing your hat in with people that are harsh, that are critical, that have no grace, that are not operating in the mercy of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then you turn around and be like, God, I'm so thankful for the mercy of God. Because hashtag what if, blessed. Hashtag blessed life, best <laughs> life. What if God used that same judgment? Because Matthew 7 says that's what he's going to do. Yeah. So. Wow. Well. Stop being a jerk, y'all. Don't be a jerk. And me too. I'll stop being a jerk. Know too. your offensiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, to the gospel yeah, yeah. and don't be offensive. And here's the thing. If this blessed you in any way, if any anything way, you heard form. in this, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I needed to hear that or mm -hmm. whatever. Know that it wasn't us. That's know that we've, we've right had to there. experience all of this. God's had to, we've had to wrestle with the Holy Spirit in all of this ourselves. Amen. And if it has encouraged you or empowered you or entertained you in any way, please share it with somebody right please. now. Please go ahead and just email it to someone or click it on your Facebook, whatever you're going to do. Send it to someone, write it down Write the uh, URL in a, if in you a letter wanna, go and ahead. send it to Nana. <laughs> send it to, <laughs> send it to Nana. Nana. She needs to hear from you anyway. Yes. So go ahead and send her a letter yes. tell her what's happening. Well, this has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We mm -hmm. hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be, Be blessed. blessed.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.